What is going on? You are watching and listening, of course, to Tags Podcast, a.k.a. Talk About Gay Sex Podcast. This is episode 360, and I'm your host, Steve V, alongside the ravishing Cody Maurice Dorget. Ooh. How the hell you doing, Cody? Hello, darling. I'm doing wonderful. I have a guest in from out of town. I'm in, uh, kicked him out of our spare bedroom. In the meantime, while we're doing the show, and we are, I'm ready to get into these hot topics today. Okay, we've got a lot to cover on this transitional phase of the pandemic, bringing us closer to normalcy. This is according to Dr. Fauci, Fauci mm-hmm. the leading expert on coronavirus, and he said that we were on a trend transitional phase of the pandemic pandemic's not over but transitional and closer to normalcy and i'll take it i will take it because i'm 50 (laughs) (laughs) we need it we need yeah yeah so yeah so i'm happy about that about last night uh about last night we did our discord voice channel on for our patreon members uh james who's watching us right now joined us and thank you for joining us how much fun did we have really just getting a little bit more intimate so much fun i love talking to everybody and getting everybody's insight and hearing stories and just sharing and really connecting so i I really had a great time Sharing is caring and we really got, it's a chance for us to get deeper and we got deeper on it and you guys can join us. Our next one is Tuesday, May 31st. Mm -hmm. You have time to join our Patreon community and yeah, consider grabbing a tier over there, supporting tags, go to patreon.com forward slash tags podcast. Cody is a life coach and was really giving some good insight on there yeah i'm still you know i I have some i had a great session uh uh, coaching session with somebody this week but i still have those slots open if you guys are interested go to my website codydogget.com and set up those coaching calls so we can we can get you guys you can get it first firsthand get firsthand advice from the the love doctor that's what i've I've called i'm calling myself now i love that you can do an introductory one too correct yeah it's complimentary the first one so and then we see if we're a good fit and then we move from there and we see if if you want to hire me as your life coach so if you're interested just go to my website and hit me up I love it. Um, Hello, guys. We are live. It's Wednesday night. Hi, Blake, who joined us last night on our deeper conversation. Good to see you over there. Well, you know, we are up for a major award for best sex podcast. And you're going to hear it until May 5th because (laughs) I need you guys. I'm asking you guys Forget about everything that I've asked from you. I need you guys to vote for us. I'm putting it in our little voting thing right now, but you can go to cybersocketawards.com. And there's a lot of awards. There's a lot of awards on there. And if you don't know all of them, there's best top, there's best male, the best bottom. There's all kinds. It's adult, as you can imagine. But but if you don't know them, leave them blank and go all the way down and vote for us. We are best sex podcast up against some stiff competition, but we hope to do well in it. It's talk about gay sex. 
vote for us. You have till May 5th. So just till the end of next week, we really, really, if you listen to our show, I'm asking you, vote for us because I'm also going to be going to LA in person. Love and it. I would love to win this award. Either way, it's going to be a lot of fun. And I'm just happy to go to it. And like they say, I'm happy to be nominated. Wink, Aww. wink. No, I want to win. <laughs> <laughs> and I know you're going to look fab. So, oh, yes. Already working the outfits, have a yes. rack pulled, and all. Honey, <laughs> have the options, honey. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. We are working it up. So please go to cybersocketawards.com and vote for us before May 5th. And we really appreciate it. Okay. Um, you know, I wanted to just read something off to you, Cody, because yes. People Magazine's current cover has Helen Mirren on People's cover and they're labeling her okay. People's Most Beautiful at age 76. Love this. Helen um quickly responded to the award as she posed for it but she said um helen has a problem with the word beautiful most of us she says are not beautiful but we have other stuff which is just as powerful as beauty that i would like to see us celebrate those things i love the word swagger it means i have confidence i'm presenting myself to the world i'm enjoying myself don't you love that um we were talking a lot about confidence yesterday on our Mm -hmm. deeper conversation and how to have confidence and just how it's it's very scary out there as gay men as lgbtqi to put ourselves out there when we're trying to find and don't you love helen mirren she's being tutored as the most beautiful but she said "Uh -uh, i'll take it however to me i prefer swagger Okay. I, I like to think of myself as put because you know, Cody, when you put yourself together and you come over over here, you've got a nice swagger going oh, on. Thank you. I did, first of all, I didn't know Helen Mirren even knew what swag was. So I'm I'm just excited about that. Um I do not disagree with her. I I, I do think that people everybody is beautiful no matter what. You can find beauty in yourself and no matter what. And I think that's what she's trying to get at is that there are different types of beauty and you have to accentuate your beautiful qualities. Um, so I, I love that. And I love her. So I think and she finding, is beautiful. And you know what, Cody, finding your style too, like in it, she's got a suit on, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of people think of women when they think beautiful, they have to be in a gown and a dress. Yeah. And although we love that and we love the Met Gala coming up next week here in New York, <laughs> we will love to see all that. But you know, sometimes the swagger for certain people is different. Like some people, like I love to wear a hat sometimes. And, you know, these glasses were picked specifically for me because I wanted to wear aviator glasses. And so all of that helps with how you feel and how you present yourself and ultimately leads to your own confidence. And I just think great words of wisdom by the great Helen Mirren to live by. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Well, we were talking on, we. this is a hot topic for us because we keep talking about it. And it was in, somebody responded, I love it when you guys talk back to us about a hot topic. And we were talking about professions that are deal breakers that you wouldn't want to date that person. Okay. So if you remember that topic, it was on episode 359. And Brian Maurice, I'll just say his first in 
second name, so we won't okay. talk about him. But Brian Maurice, okay, GMDivs, and I love He's his middle name. Middle name, I don't know. Hold up, wait a okay, minute. You could think of it as your brother <laughs> it from is. another mother, and it might also be me because. <laughs> oh well, let me know if you said this. It says, "Oh my God, I love you guys as usual." The convo, however, yes, there are absolutely careers that make relationships difficult. For example, one might think dating a hot bartender will be fun i've done i've gone down this road so <laughs> many my friends used to know me as oh steve he's always good to be hitting up a bartender i was obsessed with bartenders for decades decades i tell mm -hmm. you yeah and okay so for example one might think dating a hot bartender will be fun free drinks at the bar right but if you have a Monday through Friday, nine to five, and they work every weekend from nine to four, spending time together will be challenging. And if going to your favorite bar with your boyfriend would be fun to you, again, hard to do because he'll be behind the bar ignoring you, mm -hmm. picking up somebody ignoring else. you? No. <laughs> also, <laughs> jobs where income is unpredictable. Yeah. One month you make a lot and the next month you make close to zero. Add stress to the relationship. I'd also say any career where it's a lifestyle can be hard. Like I dated a drag queen once. Well, it oh. didn't work because his life was fully engulfed in local in the local drag circuit. And taking him out of that to do something different was challenging. We ended up talking about drag queen drama more than anything else. Not to oh. mention glitter and shit all over my damn house. <laughs> I yeah. That. I mean, do you agree with any of these professions? To me, a, bar a bartender would not be a deal breaker for yeah. me at all. I still kind of stick by what we were saying, that it doesn't matter as long as the connection is there. I think a lot of things are surmountable, especially like if the person, because as as you were mentioning what he said, I think if you're a, you have any type of traveling job, then that could definitely make the relationship a little bit harder. But if you have that connection and you're willing to put in the work, then you can make it happen, right? I agree totally. And but thanks for weighing in, Brian, yeah. on that hot topic. This next story falls right in line with what we're talking about, practically in our lab. There's a man candy guy. He he's from Leeds out of the UK. He goes by Lad Jake. And he tells us he's he started an OnlyFans purely okay. out of boredom at the start of the pandemic. And now this little hobby is his full-time job. He's oh sexy, my. too, I must say. Oh, okay. <laughs> the, quote, the best part is definitely getting to film with hot guys all over the world, Jake tells us. And yeah, it's a pretty good job perk, to be fair. Before starting OnlyFans, I was traveling abroad maximum twice a year. Now I'm in a different place every week, meeting guys oh, all wow. over. See? Though he clarifies, Spanish men are definitely my favorite. Mm -hmm. Thank oh, you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> However, even dream jobs come with some downsides. And in this case, Jake, Jake says it's the negative reaction some people have. So speaking of what we were okay. talking about, but yeah. deal breakers of different jobs, quote, I think we've come a long way in terms of being pro sex work. However, I think it's still deemed a subpar profession to a lot of people. And a lot of the time, I feel like I have to validate my profession. And it's kind of Argue, it's it's kind of and I have to kind of argue that it's a real job. Wow. Well, 
I can hear what he's saying. I mean, first of all, he's super sexy and <laughs> I'm not mad at what he's doing. I don't know though. Could, I don't think I would have a problem. I would never, cause we were talking about this on our deeper conversation yep. yesterday about different jobs on how we feel, you know, you were saying singer, life coach, podcaster. Yep. Somebody else was saying they have a dog run, dog, running walking. um walking yeah. business mm -hmm. but sometimes people that i don't think you should ever feel shame for what you do yeah. at all and you should just be stand proud i mean what do you care what i do it's it's long now would i care if somebody was doing only fans not from how that would make me feel if they're making a living doing it great if they're having sex with all kinds of different guys and then don't want to come home to have sex with me because it's a part of their job, the same could be said with a porn star. Maybe I would have a problem with it. Mm -hmm. But if they're totally into me and this is just kind of what they do, I don't I wouldn't have a problem with it, would you? I don't know if I could date an OnlyFans uh creator, but I it's it's just about the uh, the open relationship thing. I don't. I just am not the type of person that can have an open relationship. It's not something that I'm interested in. Um, Is it I, open though? Because it's work that they're doing it. But they're having sex with somebody else. That to me is an it's, open relationship. It's their profession. <laughs> <laughs> they're professionally having sex with somebody else. It's still an open relationship. <laughs> is it? I it is. It really, really is. I okay. I so I don't well, know that for, I agree with that, but for okay. me, I think it is. Because you, it's, Joe, I just want to stop you there on that there. because open relationships, when we talk about it on the show, is somebody seeking out they want to experience sex with somebody else. They uh -huh. want, they're kind of stifled in the current situation. So if you and I were in a relationship and we'd been together for five weeks and I'm like, Cody, we've done every position we can do for crying out loud. <laughs> you like how I said five weeks and not I, five years. <laughs> I mean, I caught that. I don't want to say, I didn't want to call you out. And that, I just think that, you know, then I'm wanting to, Cody, would you be open to opening this up? This, if you met me and I'm already doing my OnlyFans for work, um, then it's, I'm seeking other guys to have sex with for content. Yeah. You see it as op an open relationship. If any time that you were having sex with somebody else, that in your mind, in my mind, that constitutes an open relationship. So, yeah, I couldn't do it for that reason specifically, but like it wouldn't be, it's, it's hard to dissect because it wouldn't be because of their profession, but it would be because of an aspect of their profession. Does that make sense? Yes, that didn't work with you. And Exactly. If they were an OnlyFans content creator and they just wanted to have sex with me on OnlyFans, that I would be perfectly fine with that. I don't care. 
But if they wanted to have sex with other people, I'm I'm not. That wouldn't like, happen because he's just saying he used, he's traveling all the ra- around the world. And oh, like, so you're gonna, you're the two of I'm you are going to go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> is that boring, sweetie? No, but, you said five weeks. You said after five weeks you'd be bored. So I, I didn't I just, say bored. I just I'm quoting what you said. What quoting it was hypothetical, having. baby. <laughs> I like how we're like in a relationship now and apologizing <laughs> to packing totally it up. Um, yeah, I don't know that I would, let's get to like the nitty gritty of what, what this conversation was really out, like deal breakers. And it sounds like he gets a lot of people that look down on what he does. Mm -hmm. Perhaps. I don't know if they're down on it for the same reason you're looking at it or they are because they think that it's not a serious profession. Yeah. I think that's what it comes down to. They're judging him for his profession. And I said last night that this happens to a lot of people. They feel like they're imposters. Basically there's a, there's a reason that they named imposter. That's why it's a syndrome. They named a syndrome after being being an imposter because it happens to so many different people. And I feel like I just want to normalize that. And that was my point last night. I want to say that this happens to so many people and that it doesn't really, no matter what your profession is, it's very easy to feel like you are faking it until you make it. That's, that's an, uh, powerful and common idiom that people say so uh, it happens all the time so i i understand where he's coming from sometimes i feel like an imposter and sometimes i and i think that it a lot of people feel that way yeah it's kind of two sides of the conversation where somebody feeling confident about what they do which is sort of where we were directing it and then the other side of it where people are, oh, no, no, I could never date that person because dot, dot, dot. Yeah. Totally kind of two separate sides of the conversation. Exactly. Both valid, both like, you know, interesting at looking at it. He sounds like he's totally fine with his. There's a couple that I follow. They post some free content. And then on OnlyFans, there are a couple. I've known one of them back in LA from years ago. Mm-hmm. He and his boyfriend started an OnlyFans page and they give away free content. And then okay you can move that. up. Yeah. And then you can move up the tiers. Can you pitch that to my boyfriend. I can. <laughs> and you know, they took theirs on the road. They lived in LA. They lived in LA for so long and brought in, but they bring in a third party at times too. Oh, so. no, 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 ma'am. So and then they <laughs> they uprooted up to upstate Oregon. Oh wow, who's can, going up there? They've got a farm and a whole ranch, and they produce content up there. And sometimes it's them together. Sometimes they pull in a third, a fourth, a fifth, and okay. the free content version of it is great. So oh. I can only imagine that you know it Shoot works it my them. way. Shoot I it my way. <laughs> Hi, watching us live, El Rey. Good to see you. Uh, he says we all have a past. I'd like to see the guys for who they are, regardless of the career. I like that. And Blake says, "Who's only a fan? Who, who's only a fan? Only fans account is this, Steve? I'll try and find it in a moment when I can. The guy's name he goes by Greg McKeon. Oh, and- uh, yeah." Gerg is the word. That's that's who. Greg that is. is Greg is the word. Yeah, Gerg, yeah. If you could look that up and put it in there, he has a free version of his account. While I get to our next topic, that would be really <laughs> great, Cody. Look I, at the end of the day. This is what I want to say. This is my final answer. And, okay, and final this, answer. 
sex work is is work and no matter what you do if you enjoy your job and you make enough to support yourself then you're a success and you just need to be confident in that and find a way to be confident in that got it got it all right, well, we've got to move on because we've got a ton of hot topics to yes, get to. And we kind of spent a lot of time on this early stuff, but that's okay. I love the conversation. Let's keep it moving. Okay. This next story has been making the straight press, the gay press, when an airplane passenger was accused of a homophobic mid-flight attack. We've all heard of stories on planes recently. I'm a little scared to get on a plane myself but a first class passenger which you don't normally hear about this what? on a flight from atlanta to phoenix child oh, called a flight attendant a fag and a queer oh. before throwing a cup of ice at the attendant and then hitting him with a plain telephone according to the daily beast and we're, when we're talking about the telephone you're like what <laughs> his cell phone or you know that phone when they go attention delta <laughs> flight passengers oh okay we will be coming through the cabin in the next few minutes to pick up any <laughs> remaining trash. At this time, pull your seat backs up to its upright position. Oh Fasten your seat belts because it's going to be a bumpy ride. All right, now. <laughs> Can you show me where the X's are, honey? Because yeah, up, yeah. And the laboratory. Yeah, back there and up in front. Well, an FBI affidavit unsealed Monday and first reported by the outlet states that Christopher Alexander Morgan was arrested when Delta Airlines Flight 2908 landed at Phoenix Sky Harbor International Airport. Morgan had been charged with interfering with flight crew members and attendants which the beast notes this is punishable cody up to 20 years oh yeah it's morgan yeah so he reclined his seat completely and would not put his seatbelt on according to the affidavit when two flight attendants asked morgan to put his seat up before take up take off he refused and after the plane was en route morgan asked for and received an alcoholic drink he requested a second one, but mm -hmm. the flight attendant um, offered him a non-alcoholic one. This angered Morgan. Morgan called the flight attendant the F word and a oh, queer and threw the glass of ice at him when passengers... Um, so he continued to get mad, and when he, he ended up getting out of his seat and threw the telephone that hit one of the flight attendants on the chest, mm -hmm. well, they were nobody was having it, authorities. The flight um, in the end, Morgan mm -hmm. said, so the guy that's being charged told the authorities in, when they landed the plane in Phoenix that he is homophobic and that this is possibly the reason he, that... Um, that it is possible he could have been intimidating to flight attendants. He told them that. What? He said that his homophobia may have caused his temper towards the flight attendants to escalate, and he admitted that he called the flight attendant a queer. So it's kind of a weird story to doing this horrific behavior mm -hmm. on a flight, yelling out profanities, and then when being caught, not even denying it, but which, okay, fine. But his whole reason was because he thinks he is homophobic. It's scary. Yeah. What is going on with him that he thinks that it's, that's going to help him or not? 
Yeah, no, I think this is absolutely ridiculous. This man, he needs to be on every no-fly everything. When they're banning people just for their names, he yeah. they need to not let this man go anywhere on a plane anymore ever again because it's just ridiculous. Nobody deserves to be treated like that at their job. And I him being him having a Naomi Campbell moment on the plane <laughs> is no good. I can't understand it. And him trying to justify it by saying he's a ho uh, he's a homophobe, like he needs to do some some work on that because I found this study that if if you're a homophobe, then there are there's a high likelihood that you have homosexual tendencies. Recite, tell us a little bit more. So they this study that they did, they all they separated the men into two groups, right? All the men that were homophobic and the men that said that they were not homophobic. And the men that said that they were homophobic, they showed all of the men gay porn and all the men that said that they were homophobic got erections to the gay porn. See, and you know, it makes so much sense because we were talking about this a little bit offline earlier that mm -hmm. you know all our straight allies, you know when you're around a straight ally or just a straight cool guy that you're talking about your gay stuff and they're like yeah whatever like they could care i mean <laughs> they almost could care less right and i don't want that just, sex it's just, or, not even or they don't even make a big deal about butt sex or anything they're just yeah so cool and you know they're so confident about their sexuality and then you know those that are provoked and feel this need to just you know, I think there's probably levels of it in between that there's just pure hatred based on the way you grew up. Yeah. However, I do think there's something to this study that is true. Me too. I cannot believe it. I, well, I can believe it because I think that those people need to really do some work on themselves and really do some self-searching about where this is actually coming from. So. And yes, um, I don't know. Somebody's raised asking the question: Was this person from Atlanta? I know the flight was going Atlanta to Phoenix. Not sure on that. Atlanta's a big um, hub. They do a lot of yeah. Cleaning. Good point, Cody. Yeah. Um, it's a huge hub. So I they didn't mention that, but yeah, wondering: <laughs> Are you from Atlanta? By the way, Elray. Because <laughs> um, yeah, it could have been a layover. Who knows? But interesting though how he cited that i'm a homophobe and that's why like who calls themselves a homophobe you, you know unless he's thinking he's going to get out of it i'm not sure kind of crazy he could be charged with a hate crime on top of everything because attacking a flight attendant is a felony if you attack a flight attendant you are going to jail <laughs> so then you layer upon the fact the motive for it, which could have other years upon it, like you're saying, homophobia, hate crime, right? Yeah. You could be layering on more years behind bars, is he, what you're saying. He was digging up a deeper hole for himself. Yes, he was. All I got to say is, dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> and thank God nobody got hurt in the process. Yes, and then he's, he's being... Well, in other hateful news and homophobic news, there's an anti-LGBTQ+ according to the story by out.com okay. russian propagandist launches i'm not gay reality show so essentially there's this new russian g g game show where they have like a lot of these reality shows they've got 
a slew of contestants and okay. the entire goal of it is to find out who the gay guy is out of all of these and they put all these contestants through quote unquote i'm using air quotes hetero types of behaviors and they try and weed out and figure out who is the the gay guy out of it it's so ridiculous what? in my mind that yeah did you read this story at all i did i read the story and i'm still dumbfounded this is the craziest thing i've ever heard in my life like who wants to who's playing this game number one <laughs> russia is of course <laughs> yeah it's and, just and who's going to want to be the one gay guy in this bunch that and what happens when you are i mean is it like are you crucified and that's the is everyone watching you be massacred i don't yeah. know it's this this is absurd i could not believe it when i read it and i still can't believe it is i just wonder is all of russia one big homophobia homophobia study like are they all getting erection to gay porn i don't know what's going on over there yeah i don't know i would post because you can watch the entire episode the I, first episode do not click on it's that. all in russia <laughs> i don't i don't want to click on it either since we got hacked i'm like pa pa panicked about clicking on anything and so plus it's all in russian anyway so we wouldn't even understand it i don't know i'm not gonna just to keep you up abreast though would you go to this next story cody do you like a good drag brunch i love a drag brunch okay so Se little secret i'm going to a surprise drag brunch my boyfriend's birthday is this weekend and you're coming to the party on saturday okay i'm not going to the drag brunch though right you're not you're not okay you're not. good except for <laughs> i will be in full geesh okay <laughs> what do you mean that means um i'll be in a wig and a dress and makeup but i'm not going to be in all of that that was a joke Okay. Okay. Wow. <laughs> I would be here for it if you were. You, Get, you have to tip me, motherfucker. Okay. <laughs> I'll bring a tip. I'll bring. Uh, yes. No, but on Sunday we are surprising him with the drag brunch. I hope he's not out there listening right now because surprise. <laughs> I love it. Okay. Well, I hope you're not going to this one by Taco Bell because uh, Taco Bell has a brand new touring drag brunch and. It's a Taco Bell drag brunch is coming soon to a city near you. And bottoms, according to out.com everywhere, have been found <laughs> shaking. Maybe because they don't want to have the food. The popular I mean... fast food change ha has announced a multi-city drag brunch event with the intent of celebrating drag culture and the LGBTQI plus community. The five scheduled Taco Bell drag brunch events will take place at the brand's special expanded cantina. Locations will be hosted by drag performer Kay Sedia and because I guess it reminds me <laughs> of Gessa the Ab. Local queens and That's kings that will name. transform any morning from mild to fire. Um, so they've got dates in Las Vegas, Chicago, Nashville, New York City on June 12th, which I'm assuming we, I have a cantina down the street from me. I'm not proud of that, but That's I do have one. one in Fort Lauderdale. This initiative, which was created by Taco Bell's Live Moss Pride label, has also committed to donating an undisclosed grant to it. It Gets Better Project. Okay. Would you go to this? They said there's going to be alcohol. You have to be 21 or old, old, older. They're going to have mimosas. And 
it's essentially you're ordering off of the breakfast menu. So breakfast menu, as well as the brand's new Cinnamon Delights coffee. Um, That's not brunch to me. So I'm going to say a hard, fast no to this one. Because when I like my drag, I like to go to a bar. I like knowing that I can go in, go out, grab a drink. If I'm over, I can leave. At drag brunch, you're, you're, you, you're like trapped there. And yeah. I don't want to be trapped at Taco Bell. First of all, you can eat that <laughs> a horror movie. Trapped you at can, Taco Bell. <laughs> yeah. And can you imagine everybody getting their meal and it's like unwrapping the breakfast burrito and clank? It's so loud. And yeah. it just sounds horrible to me does not sound fun would you do this we should probably go blake said i would totally go (laughs) i love it it is going to be down the street from your house so we should totally go and just support and tip the girls okay that's the only reason maybe we'll just go for fun yeah just to see what this is all about i hope get a mimosa and eat before i agree i'll make a great i make a great quiche and i'll have turkey bacon and I'll have homemade blueberry muffins at my brunch. Yes, Check. fabulous. But we I'm could go down that. there. Yeah, I'm ready Blake, to go. You know, I've Blake, been to that Taco Bell before uh, around the corner. I bet you have. <laughs> Blake says quesadilla is hilarious, and she also sells Tupperware in L.A. Oh, wow. Okay. See, we got to go for K. Okay? We got to support quesadilla. Uh, quesadilla yeah. get it <laughs> wow okay i mean i guess there's some fans i mean hey it's i guess a brilliant idea so but let's eat before and then let's walk over there let's let's go have some mimosas right there with quesadilla okay all right well this next story i'm really kind of excited for this upcoming mil- uh, movie by billy eichner and Ooh. billy eichner who we all know it has a brand new movie called Bros, a rom-com, and he keeps spice giving little tidbits on the movie. It's produced by Billy Eichner and Judd Apatow, produced mm-hmm. also by a major studio. It's a romantic comedy, like I said. He quoted as saying, I'm very proud to announce that Bros has been rated R for strong sexual content, language, throughout and some drug use. Eichner tweeted along with a bunch of smiling devil emojis. See you in September. Ooh. I'm kind of excited about this because, you know, we, we continue to see ourselves parlayed in various forms on digital platforms. And there's been no shortage of independent films at film mm-hmm. festivals, rom-coms, of course, but, you know, they have a smaller audience. So Billy Eichner is now at an echelon that he can partner up with Jeb Apatow and a major market studio. And I think, why not? I, I bet yeah. the film will do well. It's always tricky, though, when you get to that level. Like, is the movie going to do well? Jennifer Lopez is a prime example of somebody who's a superstar okay. and had her last film, which was about Will You Marry, marry Me? me. Yeah. Marry Me. Yeah. And it flopped. Oh, I'm it so just sad flopped. About that. But my sister saw it and said it was really good. And I really, should, yeah, it's not that it was bad. It's some, just because films sometimes flop doesn't mean they're bad. It just means that 
I mean, I think hers probably got caught up in the pandemic and the yeah. pandemic. Who knows why? Maybe it really wasn't that good. I haven't seen it to really give my review. My point is, my point is, and I do have a point, is that I think when you get to a certain echelon, the stakes are that much higher. Mm -hmm. So he's got has the ability now to re reach a greater audience. And instead of dumbing it down like, a Hallmark Christmas movie for the gays, <laughs> which we all know they were tooting those recently. And it was yeah. like, oh, we should be so thankful that we're now on Hallmark and we get to have a phony ass gay Christmas movie. No, Billy Eichner's like, I'm going to make a film called Bros and it's going to be sex, you know, sex and the way we talk. And it's going to yeah. be produced by a major market and it may flop, but. It may not. I'm here for it. What's your word on it? We're going to see it. No okay, one. let's do it like a night of it. Oh I'll yeah, make, for I'll sure. make my quiche. I'll make my turkey bacon. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to see Quesadilla, and then we're going to Billy Eichner. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I love this, and I love anytime diversity in the gay community is shown in any form, fashion, and facet. Because you know what? Like you said, we had that. Hallmark sanitized gay movie. <laughs> and that was fine and that was fabulous. There are our gays out there that that represented, but I need a movie for me that represents my down and dirty ass. So <laughs> And your ass be dirty. <laughs> so I think that we need that we need to see this movie and we need to support Billy Eichner. And yes. Even though he uh blocked me on Tinder. He didn't respond. Did he really? To me. He didn't respond to me on Tinder. I swiped right. He didn't swipe right. But it's you know, okay. because I think he knew the bigger picture for your trajectory, which oh. was you had somebody more important coming along your way, and that's Clean why you're up, celebrating bro. his birthday this weekend. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, that's why. No, that's yeah. why. Okay. And right. you had something bigger. Better. You had something in a smaller package coming your way. <laughs> 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 you know what I can't wait for though is the new Fire Island movie on Hulu. Oh, thank you. Yes, yes. that looks good too. I Hulu, right? To see that? Yeah, it's coming on Hulu. Joel Kim Booster, uh, Bowen Margaret Yang, Cho. Margaret Cho. I love her. And, Come on now. Uh, and Nick Adams. Uh, I can't. I love the cast. Also hot. Also wonderful. So. It. Yeah, and let's while well, we're at it, in terms of what we're talking about and of really telling our current fresh stories, uh, or maybe not diluting it with there has to be like this perfect message moment, mm -hmm. of, but just maybe telling our stories is the new Queer's Folk. You know, oh, which I, I saw the trailer and it looks like like whoa, really. I, I, like, I want to smoke a blunt and watch it because it's going to be, like, <laughs> happening. And did I just say blunt? I, I mean, think you did. This is 1978. <laughs> I don't know who I am. Like, did I? Anyways, I need a, like, a, I need a, I know, I need a, maybe I need to have a make Cosmos and watch it. The sad part on that one, though, it's on Peacock and. You don't have Peacock? Come over to the house. Oh, right? well, then let's, can we watch, can yeah, we watch? we can it? watch Marry Me with Jennifer Lopez. Okay. And then we can watch Queer folk all on peacock it's my it's awesome my so. and then we'll go to hulu and then we'll watch <laughs> fire the, island fire island and then yes. when september we'll go see bros <laughs> <laughs> perfect plan <laughs>
What are the people saying before we move on? The people are saying, yes, Margaret Cho, says Blake. Um, I think he said, yes, Margaret Cho. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Sorry. Don't, <laughs> no, get, no. don't get it twisted. I was, I was on Hallmark See, so you were trying second. to be on Hallmark. I was going to say. <laughs> we're trying to change the storyline to modern yes, times. Yes. Margaret Cho is in it. Yes. And El Rey says he's so here for it. And El Rey also says, Blunt Stevie. I know who you hanging out with. I know, I know. Though I like heard it come out of my mouth, and I was like, "Oh Lord, what <laughs> wrong era and everything okay. else." Yeah. I anyway, I still hear blunt sometimes. Okay. My, All right. My, Good. Thank you. It's okay. Well, you know, this new comedian. She's not new, actually. Um, oh, do you have her name? Actually, she's so Nikki new. Glazer. I can't Nikki, Nikki Glazer. Yeah, yes. she's got a new reality show on E! Entertainment um, that looks really funny. But she was sharing some dating tips on, and I wanted to know if any of these, Cody, because on our deeper conversation yesterday, you've been our expert. You've been my expert on oh, getting you. a date, how to go about, not that I don't know how what to talk about, but uh -huh. she sort of addresses this in five steps on what not to do. Let's go over what she shared and let's see if it works with our community here. All right. So number one, she says, do not overshare. I totally agree with this first one. Don't overshare on a date. You know, a lot of people often like to talk about their exes when they're uh, on a first yeah, date. No. And I think that's probably one of the worst things you could do. Unless, caveat to the conversation... Unless, and this would still be a red flag, if you just happened or if you just got out of a relationship like a month ago, it could be kind of relevant to bring that up. But then why are you on the date in the first place, right? I mean, mention that you just got out of a relationship, but don't talk about your ex the entire time. Yeah, I, that's one of my things. Don't overshare with certain things or maybe something so dramatic like maybe i could i would definitely share i broke my ankle in like a few months ago because you might be wondering like why is he walking so slow it's like i i i, I walk slow like this because i broke my ankle so yeah that's that's not oversharing that's just reality to what happened mm -hmm. now if you ask me how i did it i don't want to share that but <laughs> <laughs> i'm over talking about that but her next thing that she says is be yourself. Now that could be that could be translated to a lot of things and she didn't go into a lot of deal details okay. about that. But what does that mean to you be yourself? So, okay, first I want to address. She says <laughs> don't overshare but be yourself. And I want to know what if your what if yourself is an oversharer? Oh, you're just going to surprise them with that later on? Then go back to number one. <laughs> uh, always go back to repeat back to number one. And, uh, it's like a Brian McKnight song. Yeah, just keep repeating back. Don't overshare. Don't, yeah. Okay. So, what? Uh, what was the thing again? It was be yourself. So I there's no exit. So like, <laughs> or there's no um, D. None of the above. Yeah, be yourself. I agree with be yourself. I don't necessarily agree with don't overshare. Yes, don't talk about your exes. That's a bad place to start off a relationship. Thinking about previous, uh, the past and how things went before because there's a there's always a new way for things to go. 
that's, but, that's a, a tenet of but life. But here's where I agree with her because we all know that oversharing, I think first dates should be a little bit on the lighter side. Now that does kind of contradict what you're trying to say on her second thing is be yourself. I don't, it's I think so you can be yourself. I think it's, it could be literally, yes, I think, because if you overshare, first of all, it's going to come to a number three one. Okay. So yeah. they're all going to sort of like I gotta hear it. And, and but the <laughs> thing is, I think when you're oversharing, you tend to talk too much and uh -huh. dominate the conversation, which doesn't allow for the other person to you have a word in edgewise. So if I'm telling you about my family and how important my family is, but let's say theoretically for the sake of this conversation, one of my brothers, I don't have a brother, but let's just say one of my brothers was a drug addict and mm -hmm. just had this horrible thing and took our whole family down and it was just really a mess and mm -hmm. everybody was affected by it. And I'm telling you on this date about my brother, that's TMI too early, too soon that you didn't need to know. It's an important part of my life right now, but yeah. I don't think you need to know this on date one. I think it should be unicorns, butterflies, and margaritas. That's kind of misrepresenting yourself. Okay. Uh, no, I don't think so. so. We have a, I, we have five minutes. It's speed dating, and that's all I have time to do. <laughs> Why we do totally I totally to... talked about speed dating on deeper? <laughs> and you want me to talk about my drug drug addict brother? I will say we should probably amend number one to don't think your date is your therapist because they are not. Okay, life coach, I like that. <laughs> and I agree with be yourself. Okay, got because it. you do not want to surprise somebody a month and a half in with somebody new. Yeah, and I guess be yourself could also mean to don't lie and overinflate and try and be funny when you're not really funny and really intellectual and bringing up things like that you're really not normally. If you don't read, you don't read a book. So don't be saying, uh, don't wow. try and come up with the last author that you think is going to like impress that date i always <laughs> i always have a book in my in my in my little pocket in your repertoire it. i used i used to back back when i was dating just in case you <laughs> they are literary i i would always have like a book that i love or i mean i, I don't feel like it's misrepresenting yourself it's, it's just another aspect i mean I i'm reading these current for. books right now that i don't know that they're the most intellectual i'm trying to find it here but it's this uh, this british author and it, they're totally thrillers and not that they're just salacious and fun but yeah. i'm but my story would be and i'm sticking to it is my mom and i love these kind of books together yeah. and we're currently doing our own book club so she's currently ahead of it and finished it and i'm like mom we're supposed to be reading at the same time <laughs> i read the first one faster than she did and we're uh -huh. totally off sync but it's our thing and and we like it and it's fun. So that That's would be amazing. what, yeah. All right, moving on because we got to get yeah. to the rest of these. She oh, says, yeah, we could talk all day. But... Have a covert group of friends, like a, a, friend, a covert group of friends standing nearby. So just in case. So kind of looking over you. This one, I don't know that I really agree with. I so definitely She kind of said, have a group of friends standing by to give the kind of the thumbs up or thumbs down or, or rescue you. 
here's how I think we can interpret this one for our community is since so many of us meet each other on the apps, just send your location to a close group of knit friends so that you don't get murdered. Yes. Is what I, how I interpret that one. Or have somebody call you a little mm. bit after the date. And that way, if you want to escape the date, you can escape the date. So oh, say, oh, I have an emergency. I have to go. My roommate locked themselves out of the house. I what? have to take this. I hope you don't really <laughs> think this is an indicator of how I'll always have it. It's my agent. We are up for a major award. I just want to get, I just want to get this real yeah. quick. Or like something like that? Like something like that? A text okay. message. You uh, te checking. Text I just got a text from my agent. People. We are up for a major that or <laughs> no? I don't think that's what they meant. But L Ray says that there are apps that can actually call you. <gasps> Say what, L Ray? You better know. tell it and better list the apps. <laughs> I love that idea. You know, I'm always in an acting moment, and I want this app. Well, we, you want well, best actor just just then, just so you okay. Know. <laughs> I will settle. You know, you can vote for us for best sex podcast. You can go to cybersocketawards.com. You got to do it before May 5th. Please vote for us, and that's my spiel. All right. Well, we wait for L Ray to give us the apps that we want. We got two more that Nikki Glazer said. These are the things to do or not do on a date. Okay. For crying out loud, she says at number four, ask questions and she added an addendum to it make sure they're asking questions about you this is probably the most important one that she says on her entire list because how many times have i been on a date where the person is spewing their life story and never asked one thing about me and yeah i'm nominated for best sex podcast <laughs> and you can vote for us at cybersocketawards.com by can may you? 5th can you imagine go, getting through a date? Yeah, I'm a little, I'm a little obnoxious you. when it comes to our show. But truth be told, I am passionate about our show, and yeah. it is coming from that. But I'm probably totally obnoxious on a date. But go ahead. What are your thoughts on that? I completely agree with Nikki on this one. Make sure that there, there is a give and take as far as the relationship is concerned. You just don't want to be with a taker. You just don't want to be with a giver either because people need to be supported out there. And that's the basis of a healthy relationship is a give and take. Yeah. And thank you for asking question, uh, my opinion on this. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'm a good date on that. You I really, are a good date, darling. I'm a really good listener, but I'm a keenly aware when somebody is not asking or showing, whether asking or showing any, and I mean any sometimes, interest in what I'm doing about. And I'm like... Nine, I'm like so perplexed that you couldn't think to ask anything about me. I know deal breaker when that person, because I know if it's like this on the first day, yeah. what's, I mean, my God, what's you're never going to want to hear like? that we're nominated for a cyber socket award. And yeah, no, I asked this a little while ago, but I don't know if you heard me, but can you imagine being on a date and th them not even asking one question about you? That's just sounds absurd to me. Yeah, I think the last one that came to mind was the person asked me, I had literally just got back from Europe and I went to places that weren't the obvious. I went to, where did we go? Scotland and okay. some really cool places in Scotland. And I was so excited and I saw my favorite singer, Lisa Stansfield. Oh my God, I love her. In the UK. And it was this whole great thing. We met Lisa and it was just this great thing. And I got back and I'm on this date and we're walking down the street and he asked me, 
oh, what did you do? I said, oh, I just got back from Europe and I went and, and I'm starting. He's like, oh, oh, I hate traveling. And it was almost like he poo-pooed it really quickly and then went <laughs> on about his furniture job. No. And sort of like, oh, that's great. And didn't ask anything. I'm like, but I'm at Lisa Sansfield. And we did this. And I was like, what? It's my current profile picture on my grinder that you chose. And it's like, what are you? Uh, He's like, I don't know who that is. And yeah. you're like, um, I got a phone he, call. He, it was, was, was kind of crazy. It was kind of crazy. But yeah, anyways. And the last thing that Nikki Glazer says that you shouldn't, I know you don't agree with this one at all. Uh, is she says do not have intercourse on that first date. And I know that's kind of a crazy one. She's a straight woman talking. Yeah. But bear with me for a second because okay, I kind ahead. of agree with her a little bit on this oh, one. Oh, my goodness. Hear me out because I I certainly go out and I love meeting guys and going home with them. And I think that's always great. But nine times out of ten, nine times out of ten, have another cocktail, Steve, is when I do have somebody come over, mm -hmm. it's just that. It's sex and trying to get somebody to convert you know, conversion okay. to a date is really kind of hard sometimes when you've gone home with somebody, because I think you've cemented the fact that this was kind of this one night stand thing. The same can be true too, where I've gone on a date and then it's like, we're so quick to go to bed together and you get that out of the way. I know us gays do that, but I think on my next date, I'm going to take Nikki's advice and I'm just going to push it off at least for the first date. Okay. And see if you still want to see me, and I still want to see you, but the bigger question in the matter. Hello. Then there's plenty of time to have sex. I'm going to say I agree with her, and I'm not going to. It's okay. so easy to have sex sometimes. I do not necessarily agree or disagree with Nikki Glazer. I'm going to say have sex when it feels right. If you don't feel comfortable having sex on the first date, don't have sex on the first date. Don't listen to anybody else about when it's time for you to have sex because it's your body and it's your choice. Okay? Okay. And did you have sex on I your had first sex date? On the first date. I you, saw I <laughs> You're sort of an anomaly though, Cody, because we you met, met on Grinder. You met on Grinder. I mean, I'm not, I'm like applauding yeah. you and I think it's really great and I know people that got married after meeting in a sex club mm -hmm. and they're still married to this day. So, it's not like any of these things aren't possible or not. I think you got to look at it individually too. Sometimes I agree with her because for me, it's easy to go out and take somebody home and have sex with them. And then I've had guys just like pick up and leave. And I'm like, wait, do we want to at least exchange phone numbers? Yeah. And it's like, not really. And I don't really, I want to change my trajectory, yeah. if you will. And sometimes you got to pivot, the big word of 2022. <laughs> you got to pivot and you got to do something different for you. So I would say on that last one by Nikki Glazier, make that one work for you. So for me, it makes sense. And I'm going to pivot for me. But I think for you, it obviously worked for you to have sex yeah. and do it all on the meetup. You met on Grinder and had sex on the first date. And now you're living together. I so. know. So a success story from having sex on the first date. So it can happen. So again, I say just listen to yourself and listen to your heart and have sex whenever you feel comfortable.
What are the people saying before we move on? The people are saying, Blake has a really funny comment. He says, clearly the guy that you discuss Lisa Stansfield around uh, with and uh, on the date, he hadn't been around the world in my yeah, yeah. Hilarious. Say, I mean, and you know what? He had not. I had been around the world to see Lisa and I can't find my baby. <laughs> and I love Lisa. Love, such a great love, song. Love. She's, so, she's so amazing. And yeah. El Ray says uh, labnall.org. Uh, he said you could just Google it or schedule a phone call. And he says not that he's used either one of them. And which I think might not be the truth. (laughs) I wanted a special phone call. Oh, I love that. I love a good soap opera moment. And that is such like, you know, I feel like my life is like a soap opera sometimes. And I want to schedule that. Next time you and I go out, I'm going to schedule this just for fun. You're going to schedule a phone call. At the party this Saturday, I'm going to schedule it just for fun. Just to be like, oh, I And then you'll throw a drink in my face. I love it. Excuse me. (laughs) Yes, I cannot wait to do that. Um, All right. Well, it's time for our favorite segment. And it's when this show comes out, it's Thursday. We like to call it Thirsty Thursday. And Straight Up Gay Porn has been doing this great thing where this week they chose 15 gay porn stars. And they asked the question, who took the best photo or video? For those of you watching um, live tonight, I put it in the comment section. You guys can tell us who you are. Our job is, because we are an audio podcast, is to descriptively describe out of these 15 gay porn stars why we think they took the thirstiest pick of the week. And Cody, we'll start with you. Who oh. took the f- best pick of the week? Um, so my vote this week goes to Ashton Summers. You know I love a good shower moment. And <laughs> it's a video. And he's in the shower with the phone on the, on the the probably oh. on the shower floor. It's angling upwards with his gorgeous cock just right in frame of the view. The water is sprinkling down. He's washing himself and then he turns around and bam, all ass. And it's just amazing. And I love it. So. Oh my God. I'm watching it right now. And it's amazing. (laughs) He's got a song playing in the background that I had to turn down, but it's seven sex, seven seconds of pure bliss. And he's gorgeous. Is the rest of him really good? I mean, yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. I'm going to, I'm going to go with Juice Poppy this that week. Is, oh, okay. Yeah, I saw him. Juice, Juice Poppy has what looks like a cowboy hat on. He's black. But I am living for his chest. He's opening up his arms. You know when you open up your arms like this and it just opens up your chest? His chest is just expansive. But he's really lean and just looks luscious and glistening. Like my chest? And- um no and (laughs) (laughs) close second though cody okay all right and then you go down the glistening and he's he's clearly being enlightened by the sun and his thick head on his cog is so beautiful and juicy and he's got low-hanging balls he also got really nice quads and he just looks happy and in the sun and i love sunlight and the power of the sun so i'm going with him his nipples are gorgeous too love it nice hair on his chest very minimal i love it uh he gets my vote of the week what are the people saying and who else are we voting for 
They have not responded. Okay. <laughs> El Ray says he loves Blake, number one. <laughs> and now he just put Juice Poppy is 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 his favorite as well. Oh, okay. I love that. Well, thanks for playing. You know, we put this in Tags Podcast. Excuse me tagspodcast.com mm -hmm. you guys can vote to talk back at us too by the way our instagram is back we are no longer hacked you can what? dm us and it will never happen again i promise so thank you guys for supporting us at tags podcast we have an after show this week i'm doing it solo this week it's coming out Friday. You can get it at patreon.com forward slash tags podcast. I'm giving Cody a break because <laughs> he works so hard and he has oh, a busy week. Yeah, this um, yeah. check out our after show is out this Friday. And don't forget once again to vote for us at cybersocketawards.com for best sex podcast by May 5th. And you can follow Cody. He's a life coach at KMD Coaching, KMD Coaching, or Mr. Maurice for his personal account. Thanks, Cody. So much fun. Thanks, guys. Thank Hi, you. Silas, for joining us late. And for all of you guys <laughs> joining us live, it's been so much fun. And in the meantime, continue having hot gay, gay sex. sex.